Hey everyone, welcome back to Milwaukee Uncut, produced by Storymark Studios, sponsored by Central Standard Distillery and in partnership with On Milwaukee. Today we sat down with a local hero, the man that has over 8 million views on his documentary produced by Vice. His name is John Frank Hammond, better known as The Milverine. In this episode, we dive deep and learn about the man himself, his upbringing, his views on and love of the city of Milwaukee, his athletic prowess, and his life as Milverine. We even dive into some Milwaukee trivia at the end to see how well the Milverine actually knows the city that he champions. It's a fascinating interview with an absolute legend. Before diving in, I want to thank you for the support of this podcast. We've gotten a great response to our our recent episodes in Revival with Charlie Barons and Bishop Hines. We even got back on the U.S. Apple Charts, which is great to get a local show on the U.S. Apple Charts and have more awesome content coming up. So if you do subscribe and leave a review and put your Instagram handle in the review before the end of the year, we'll reach out and send you something to show our appreciation. Thanks again for your support and tuning into Milwaukee Uncut. Let's get to today's episode with Milverine. So you you grew up in Milwaukee. What was what was your upbringing like in this in this city? I grew up on the south side, you know, halfway between Wilson and Jackson Park. Grew up playing sports all the time. You name it, what sport? I was good at it, like all sports. You know, basically, you know, the big three were baseball, basketball, and football. So I played all those growing up. Then you went to did you go to high school at went to Pulaski, Pulaski. High School, right at Twenty Seventh Street. Yeah. Or close to like 26 in Oklahoma in that area. And then what did you uh, what did you get into after that? What was your your did you go to college? Was no, your no, I didn't work? go to college in anything. I just like basically self taught. You know, I went got into construction, you know, like weightlifting, bodybuilding, and stuff like that. Were you training for anything? No, because uh, when you like weightlifting or bodybuilding, you can weigh any weight. If you train for like to be a boxer or a cage fighter, you got to make a weight. And I didn't want to like starve myself to make a weight. You just enjoy lifting. Yes. When did you get into walking? Well, basically, I was walking my whole life. I never had a car. Yeah. So you kind of got discovered by and became a, a quote-unquote Milwaukee celebrity probably in the early 2010s. When, when was the first moment that you found out people were almost tracking you and that you were known as Milverine? I was walking through Veterans Park and some guy come running up to me with one of those cell phones and says, uh, you're the Milverine. I said, no, I'm not. I, you know what the hell that was, you know? So the guys had to show me a picture, you know? So that was, yeah, that's me. I know I never heard it about until then, you know? What was your reaction? Well, I was amused by it, you know? But it was funny, you know? I'd never used social media up until recently. Yeah. So I, it was all news to me. Yeah, and then the legend kind of just grew from there. What what is that? What has that been like? Did you find it all humorous or? Yeah, it's kind of nice. You know, I never stop and think about it. I'm on foot. I'm always moving all the time. I don't like standing in the street corner and wave to people. You know. Yeah. So I just you know do what I have to do and I basically get home and I basically go to sleep. You know. So I really it's not constantly on my mind or anything. Yeah. What's what's a what's a day in your life like right now? Okay, I get up. We've been going out. Me and my dog have been going out later. My dog doesn't like it when it's hot out. So we've been getting out a little bit later. Me and my dog have basically been going out from like 5 p.m. to 3 a.m. 
basically every day during the summer. And I've been out earlier than that going for walks, you know? Mm. Yeah. Are you working anymore? Or are you just? I'm like semi-retired. I got like, I have to have surgery at both of my shoulders before I get back to heavy work, you know? What happened to the shoulders? Well, you know, I was in a big rush. I was grabbing that pair of 120-pound dumbbells. I threw it up, you know, to do bench presses with. One came out wide, and it basically tore the rotator cuff. Then about a year and a half after that, I fell off a stone staircase. I slipped on freezing rain and directly all the way slammed down on the shoulder and dislocated my right shoulder. I'm usually a lot strongly built right now, but I haven't been able to lift weights for a couple of years, so I'm more built like a walker or a runner right now. 120-pound dumbbells, so that we were typically... Oh, yeah. Up. I get, yeah, I got basically, I've been lifting weights from, by the time I was 16, I could already bench press 400 pounds. Holy shit. I came from like a family that's really physically strong on both sides of the family. Yeah. What was, what was your family like? You have brothers, sisters? Yours? Yeah, I got two brothers and basically my youngest brother is really good at basketball. My oldest brother is good. Basically, he's a boxer, you know, a gold glove boxer, and he became a black belt in karate. He's an avid weightlifter. He's a mailman. He does curls with like 200 pounds. Yeah. Mm. You close with your family? Of course. Your your uncle was a good athlete, right? Did he win state golf championships? Yeah, my or? uncle won the state golf tournament twice. His name was Hank Gardner, and believe it or not, he grew up at L. Simmons, the best baseball player ever born in Milwaukee. L. Simmons is a Hall of Famer. He grew up in the South Side. And uh, L. Simmons, his real name was Samansky. He changed it, not just because it was Polish, because that people had a hard time pronouncing that name. Yeah. But he ended up with like 2,900 hits and a lifetime average of about 330. Hall of Famer. Greatest baseball player ever born in Milwaukee. He lived and died in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Did you never have the desire to compete? Because I was listening to a different show you were on. It seemed like you did a little bit of wrestling in high school. But you were, you were an athlete. Yeah, I did wrestling in high school, but you know, when I started, uh, I weighed about 120 pounds when I started 10th grade. When I was done with, uh, you know, graduate, I weighed like 210 pounds. So if I would have been a wrestler, I would have had to starve myself and wrestle probably about 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. And people, when they're younger, they want to build up and get strong and physically strong. So I like weightlifting and bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. It's not an organized sport, you know? Yeah. How, how, so you're just, you're not working right now. You're no. just walking around the right, city. Right. How much do you walk per day? Probably me and my dog about 45, 50 miles a day. In July, I was averaging more than that, probably 70 miles a day. What's the longest you've ever walked in one day? Probably about 75 to 80 miles. Where, do you have a loop you go around every day? Or yeah, we go just... down, like we go down KK, then we get on Broadway, then we get on Wisconsin, then we go down Oakland, and sometimes around Brady, then we go to the Oak Leaf Trail, and all that probably up to North um, Lake Drive, probably sometimes to Fox Point. Just all the way around like a loop. If I keep walking like for 15 hours, I can average about five miles an hour. That'd be like 75 miles. What do, what do you love most about walking? Well, it keeps you in shape and everything. Um, you see things better. You know you're like getting into health because you're walking. And I never had a car. I never liked cars. I want to touch on your health. So I was listening to another show you were on, the River West um, radio podcast and believe you said you've never had a drink in your life you were on a plant-based diet you yeah. were lifting weights since you were eight years old could you elaborate on yeah i've been lifting weights since i was eight years old i eat an organic plant-based diet it's like 75 percent of the diet i mean i don't like 100 percent strict but i try to eat 75 percent organic plant-based diet all independent research says that's the way to go i haven't been sick one day in the last 20 years so that proves it you know are you uh, are you on plant based because you don't like eating other animals or you just it's 
the healthiest option for you? I regard it as the healthiest option. I don't like the way they butcher some of these animals either. I want to touch on the uh, the Vice documentary you were on that really took off nationally. How how did that happen? Okay, I called some woman at the paper, uh, Lady Sailor, and she told me like the, these Vice people or trying to get in contact with me. She gave me the number, I called them up. So it was set up in like three days. They flew a crew out or had a crew here. Right. Follow you around for a couple of days. Hey, you know what the thing was so surprising about that? Okay, these two women come out, they're both about 30 years old and I was going on and on, I'm the town opera expert. I was going on and on about opera. And the, one of the women says, I know a lot about opera too. And I said, why? She says, I found out her dad was James Conlon, the director of the Los Angeles Opera. Really? Yeah, and before that, for 10 years, he was director of the Paris Opera. So this guy was born in basically 1950. He's one of the greatest opera conductors in history, even if he retired right now. For the last, like, you know, uh, Plasto Domingo was his boss out in Los Angeles for years. So that absolutely amazed me, being a town opera expert and the daughter of a famous opera conductor is the one that filmed the Vice video. No way. <laughs> Does she live here? Was she out no, in L.A. No, and no. she came out here? She basically, they're working out of New York. Yeah. So they sent her from there. But she lives in New York and Los Angeles. She's like a documentary filmmaker. She went to Cal Berkeley, you know. What, what, is it, um, what is it like for you? How, how old are you right now? 60. You're 60. So yeah. all this started happening when you were in your late 40s. Right. What was, what's it like you kind of just a normal guy, still a normal guy, but you know, you have people flying out from New York to do a national documentary on you that has 8 million views all of a sudden. Does that yeah, that's strike you nice. as? Yeah, because look at Henry Winkler. I mean, here's a guy that was making $100,000 an episode for that silly Happy Day show. You know, it's good for laughs and everything, but it wasn't like a great talented actor besides Fonzie. He couldn't really play another part. Yeah. He did the statue. And he's not even from Milwaukee, you know? Yeah. You know, he played this tough Italian guy, but actually he went to Yale. So he's not one of these street fighter tough guys like he played in like on Happy Days. Do you think do you think that's why people are fascinated by you? Yeah, of course, because I'm not that big and everything. And like I'm physically strong and everything and uh, good in sports. Milwaukee's a great sports fan. Besides opera, like I'm an expert in all sports, too. Yeah. Right. What's your what's your favorite team here? Oh, I like them all. You know, the Brewers, the Bucks, you know, the Packers. I was in the Deer District when they won. I was down there every day that the, during the Deer District. I went out for two months. Mm -hmm. And then when they won, that was the most people I've ever seen in the downtown area. What's your favorite, all-time favorite sports memory in Milwaukee? Well, it's when the Bucks won back in 71. And then they won when the Deer District. Probably the Deer District because I'm more confident of that. Because uh, that went on for two months. We'd be going down there. Me and my dog would be talking to people there and back. I didn't get back that night to 4 a.m., that's how excited everybody was. Yeah. So that was my best memory, you know, the Deer District, you know. What do you think about the um, the new ownership group that came in five years ago and pumped all this money into the city and the new developments going on down there and just how the franchise has changed over the years? That's really good, you know. They yeah. have to have that because then they, uh, some other city offer more money and they leave. As far as your physical condition right now, so you have two hurt shoulders. A video surfaced to you recently in the in the ring. Oh, over yeah. in West Dallas, you're right, still right. you're you're fighting still. The thing is, that was a wrestling match. I got paid like a hundred dollars to bounce some guy on his rear end. You know, <laughs> he boot his rear end out of the ring. You know, so basically, I, I with the shoulders I got, I got some strength, but I couldn't win a weightlifting contest right now. 
but I can't like grab people and throw them to the ground. I have like some strength. Um, you recently judged a roast contest with Charlie Barron. Oh yeah. So uh, he came on the podcast uh, recently, and someone asked if if he could beat you in a fight because he does a little MMA and and things like that. Oh Barron's. Yeah. Okay, he lasts probably. I would like like Muhammad Ali and everything. He'd just be, a, you know, what Larry Holmes used to say. He, to me, he'd just be another knockout. You'd knock him out? Yeah. How long do you think that would take? As soon as I hit him. So the match would last about 10 seconds? Yeah, probably even less than that. <laughs> something like what Maswell did, uh, Ben Askren, something like that. He Just, uh, just to let you know, he, he did not think he could defeat you. Well, he's pretty smart that way, you know. He seemed like an intelligent guy. He was oh, a nice Barron's guy. is one of these guys... He's unpretentious. He's friendly to everybody at Puller's Hall there. Somebody took time to talk. He would take time to talk to him. The guy's a real nice guy. He just can't take me in a fight, you know? Yeah. Mm. No, I, I agree. Um, what do you feel has changed most about the city in the last 50 years or so? Well, you know, the city used to be real segregated, so it's getting basically more integrated, which is good. And... Um, Everybody see like a lot of these people moved out of the city during the sixties. You know, everybody wanted to move out to the suburbs. You know, have a big parking lot, you know, or a big garage and all this. Now a lot of more people are moving downtown. So the downtown is picking up right now. One time the downtown is just one block. My mom grew up in uh, Eastern Wisconsin. You know, they used to be considered the, the exact geographic center of Milwaukee. And just one mile there used to be five movie theaters. Just think of the foot traffic going to that. Plus all those department stores downtown. My mom grew up there. Is you know, people moving to and fro the whole time, you know. You go down there at night now, it's picking up a little bit, but sometimes there's hardly anybody down there. What was your favorite, what's been your favorite era living in Milwaukee? Probably the 60s and the 70s. Why is that? Because that's when everything was changing. You know, I thought, everybody I grew up, I thought we were going to be fighting the Vietnam War because that was going on. It was constant topic of discussion, the Vietnam War. It was constantly on the news. You know, all the, you know, like the Folk Age, Haight-Ashbury Street in San Francisco. Brady Street back then was like Haight-Ashbury Street in San Francisco. How old were you at this time? Well, I was born in 62, so back at, that's where I first remember coming home with the hippies and everything, and like the psychedelic age, and all that folk music. I like growing up during that time. Do you ever do psychedelics? Oh, no, I never took drugs whatsoever. Not, nothing, no drugs, no, no alcohol. Why is that? Because I grew up, basically, I was like obsessed with health since I was young. One of my favorite guys is Jack Delaney, exercise guy. So, you know, I was just obsessed with health right from the start. That's cool. Are your brothers and the rest of the family like that too, or were you just... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go out with them at all and just not, not drink? Uh, no, because, you know, it was a different crowd, you know? Yeah. Never really a partier. No. But you but you still stay at the Deer District till 4 a.m. Yeah, because I wasn't drinking. It was just like everybody yeah. was happy. When they went, you know, when they lost, everything was quiet. But then when they went, it was wild as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You. Um, I also heard on that River West podcast that you've you've never played a video game. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. I never, I could stand that. I don't got the patience for that. I like it. I'm not a big video game mm. guy either. Um, you You still don't have email. Yeah, I'm starting that. You know, I'm just starting all this social. You, you didn't let me send you an email invite for this. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I'm just getting started. I just started Facebook the late November of, like, last year. You're killing it on Facebook. Yeah, I just take a picture of my dog. We walk around, try to put something on there to get some laughs, you know? Yeah, yeah, people love it. Um, let's let's move on to um, some rapid-fire questions. And then I've, I've got some Milwaukee trivia if you're up for it. Yeah, I'm up for it. All right. Sounds good. 
um, Standard 5, sponsored by Central Standard. Um, if you could spend a day with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's our, well, probably Rocky Marciano, the boxer. You know, I like uh, Marciano. He could take a lot of punishment and come back. He never lost, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I already asked you your favorite Milwaukee sports teams. Let's go, let's go to the Packers. What are your... Um, what were your views on Aaron Rodgers leaving and going to the Jets and now the Jordan Love era? Well, the thing is with Rodgers and everything, you know, he had a lot of good years, but only won one Super Bowl. And that season he went 15-1, and one, he choked, you know? So at that age and everything, you never know, he broke his collarbone twice. I mean, any little injury basically at that age could probably end his career. So it's good they got rid of him and brought in Love, you know? You excited about the team now? What do you think? How do you think they're going to do? Yeah, I like I, the guy in the defense. I like this Russell Gary. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy's got basically the size of a you know defensive end and the speed of basically of a linebacker. When he was coming out of high school, he's the number one rated player in the country. So this Gary could become a superstar if he stays healthy. Hey everyone, it's your host Richie Burke, and I just wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Central Standard Distillery. Even though Milverine has never had a drop of alcohol. In his life, that does not mean that you can't unwind and enjoy some Central Standard products this holiday season. You know, I've never been a big old-fashioned guy, but ever since Charlie came on the podcast, I'm a fan and I highly recommend Central Standard's Black Cherry Brandy. Or if you just want to forget it's winter altogether, I do still recommend my favorite, the Door County Cherry Vodka with soda or LMNT electrolytes if you want to maintain a quick first step. That is a great golf course drink in the summer as well. Also, we have a huge announcement. Due to the overwhelming demand, particularly, I was at um, dinner. Chris Stegman, legendary one-man wrecking crew, former president of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, now president of the Salt Lake Tribune. He was back in Milwaukee, and I was at MSG, Mason Street Grill, with him and Shane Krangle, and they really wanted us to bring back dating advice to Milwaukee men. Even though they're both married right now, they still wanted us to bring that back. So next week... We're releasing it. We're going to be joined by Danica Holt, former Miss Wisconsin USA, and Grace Salzo, and and one other. Not only is this going to be sponsored by Central Standard, but Kessler's Diamonds has stepped back in for this episode. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you're listening to this right when it comes out, submit a question. We'd love to cover it on the episode. Just message us at Milwaukee Uncut on Instagram. I'll link that in the show notes. And that's it. Let's get back to today's episode with Milverine. What is your favorite Milwaukee landmark? Oh, probably Bradford Beach. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, both my parents went to Bradford Beach during the summer, you know. And one of my dad's sisters won the Miss Bradford's Beach Contest. My mom and her five brothers and sisters, you know, uh, roller skating used to be really popular. They used to roller skate down to Bradford Beach. I used to be dropped down there when I was young, me and my brothers, and... Uh, a relative would drop us down there and pick us up later. So we had a lot of good experience in Bradford Beach. You know, you think the summer, you think the beach, you know, people in Milwaukee, they think, you know, people up to their neck in snow. When they come here during the summer, especially in July, they don't know how uh, nice Bradford Beach is. I know. You said it was better than, uh, was it Waikiki? Yeah, beach it's better than Waikiki Beach in Hawaii. You know, it's one of the best urban beaches in the United States. And that was proved, you know, USA Today had a story. It says Bradford Beach is probably the best urban beach in the United States. Can you... Uh, do you think Milwaukee is very underrated as a city on the national scale? Yeah, yes. Why is that? Because, you know, a lot of these people, like like Steve Smith, the commentator in ESPN, he's run his big mouth out, Milwaukee's no good, it's a lousy town or something. I don't know how many times he's actually been here. 
You know, you can't just take one isolated event like in the deer deer. It's like somebody shot, you know, fired some bullets or something. The whole thing was shut down. It only lasted a couple of seconds. So 99.9% of the people were behaving themselves, you know. So the people just take one incident and they blow it out of proportion. What would you recommend Stephen A. Smith does when he comes back here? Probably, probably next summer when the Bucks are on a in the finals, because he's probably just going to his hotel in the game and in well, back. Well, all these celebrity boxing matches, I'll take him out in a boxing match. You know, you'd you'd want to take Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, well, I think you could take him. He's- I know, but the thing is, these celebrity like this Paul guy, Jake Paul, something like that. I mean, the guy's a stiff. You know, he's taking on guys that are over the hill. You know. Yeah. If he didn't fight a real boxer, he'd be demolished. So opposed to showing Stephen A. the the city and some of the attractions, you'd just want to take him take him in the ring. Yeah, because that's what I you know that's what I like and everything you know. Because you know he wants to come here, run his big mouth up, then he back up his big mouth. See how tough he is, you know. All right, you get you heard you heard it here. Milverine challenging Stephen A. Smith, uh, Charlie Barron's no no challenge for you at all. Not worth challenging. No, I don't and he's a nice guy. Right, I had a great grandfather lived to be 100 years old. What, well, until the time he's in his 90s, he could kick the crap out of most people. Your I'm, great grandfather, yeah, could. lived to be 100 years old, perfect health. See on a plant-based diet too, or? Well, he basically ate a lot of fish. You know, he ate a lot of vegetables. He had his own garden. He was born 1866, died 1967. Yeah, tremendous physical strength. You know, a real quiet guy too. He didn't like run around like punching people. How long did he live? He lived to be 100 years old. Wow. He lived 1866 and died 1967. Wow. And you, um, you don't eat out at all? No. What do you, what do you usually eat? I eat like, uh, like a plant-based diet. I just got some protein, like pea protein. You know, you just mix it, shake it up, and drink it. It's like 25 grams of protein. Then I eat vegetables like spinach, apples, oranges. You know, like whole wheat products, like uh, organic bread, like organic fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, all that type of stuff. You never splurge on a cheeseburger or an ice cream or anything like well, sometimes that. Sometimes they have one of those Ben and Jerry's. They try to get the non-dairy one. Yeah. But other than that, no, I never go out to one of these silly restaurants and overpay for that food, you know? Why is that? Do you just want to live for a long time, or are you just, like, feeling feeling better? When I'm out and about and everything you eat, it kind of weighs you down. So sometimes I'm going to be walking, like, for 70 miles. I eat the night before, you know? Why do you love Milwaukee so much, if you could well, break Milwaukee, that down? I like the all four seasons, you know? Spring, summer, fall, winter, you know, and all, all the people here. I grew up on the south side. We went to, like, schools, integrated schools, you know, base sports with everybody. There's a lot of good movie theaters, a lot of good parks. You know, everybody knows things to do the whole year, you know. Just because the summer is over doesn't mean you just sit in your house, you know. There's a lot of stuff to do. But the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, one of the best orchestras in the country. You know, a lot of people don't even go to the Warner Theater to see it, you know. I'm like, I consider myself an expert on opera and classical music. Mm. I heard you'd never want to go to New York or LA and see those operas, though. Well, the thing is, you go to one of those places, and every, I don't travel. So you can see like a latest uh, opera like on YouTube. You don't have to go out and see it like that, you know? I like that. Um, why don't you travel or have any desire to do so? Because, I mean, um, I don't know where the hell am I going to go. You know, I don't want to like walk around, see some silly art museum someplace and take pictures, you know? What do you have when it's all over with? Nothing. You might have a memory of it, but other than that, what? You know? You just like like Milwaukee that much? Yes. All right. Should we dive into some Milwaukee trivia? Yeah. Great. First question. What was the first Milwaukee brewery? What? what, what probably Pabst. That is correct. Pabst in 1884. Um, Commerce Street 
used to be which of the following? A route of a proposed subway system, a canal, a major Milwaukee thoroughfare, or farmland? Farmland. Canal. Really? Really. Yeah. Panama uh, Canal. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the early name for Wisconsin Avenue? Grand Avenue, Reed Street, Chestnut Street, or West Avenue? Grand Avenue. That is correct. What is the iconic bar on the corner of 37th and Burnham? Kohanskis. That is correct. Who was Milwaukee's youngest elected mayor? Do you want a multiple choice here? Maybe Kimberly Johnson? I'll give you, I'll give you multiple choice. Carl Zeidler, Norquest, or Chevy? Mm, I think um, Norquest. Carl Zeidler, age, age 32, elected in 1940. Fair to believe. Still doing good. Um, which Milwaukee group was named Best New American Band by Rolling Stone readers in 1987? Mm. Got the Violent Femmies, Hispanic Boys, Bodines, Love Monkeys. Bodines? Violent Femmies. Um, what hotel is considered by some to be haunted? Fister? Correct. That is correct. Why is the Allen Bradley Clock Tower famous? At one time, it was the biggest four-sided clock in the world. That is correct. Which of the following structures was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright? There's the Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church. It's actually in Wauwatosa. The War Memorial or the Domes? It's the Greek Church. That is correct. Which of these Milwaukee ethnic festivals is the oldest? German, Irish, Festa Italiana, or Bastille Days? Festa Italiana. That is correct. 1978. You're doing pretty good. These are tough questions. Um, who was the first player in NBA history, which is a Milwaukee Buck, to finish a regular season in the top 20 in all five major statistical categories, rebounds, points, steals, assists, and blocks? Giannis? It is Giannis. That is correct. That's a good answer, too. Uh, which Buck holds the record for most block shots in a single game? Going back a little bit. Will Sender? That is correct. Who did the Milwaukee... This is kind of a random one. Who did the Milwaukee Brewers play in their first ever game in 1970? The Yankees, the California Angels, the Cubs, or the Pilots? Angels? That is correct. Who did the Brewers defeat in the 1982 AL Championship? Yankees. Angels. Oh, yeah. I remember Gene Autry was owned the Angels. Angels again. Who did they lose to in the 82 World Series? St. Louis. That is correct. Um, Bud Selig's college roommate. I know this one. Um, he was a politician here. Right, right. Uh, Herb Cole. That is correct. Mm. That's all I got for you, Milverain. Okay. Um, any, anything you'd like to say to the city of Milwaukee and the people stopping you on the streets on a daily basis? Yeah, you know, if you don't see me, like, basically, we've been going out at night. We were out every single night, 5 p.m. to 3 a.m., and, like, you know, during the winter, we go out during those times, yeah, obviously, it's already dark out, so I was out all the time last winter, you know? So, I'm out all the time and everything, you know? So, if you see me, just wave to me if you want to take a picture, you know that, but just watch where you're driving sometimes, you know, keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> Love it. Milverine, thanks for coming on the show today. You're it's welcome. great meeting you. Thanks. You too. Thank you for tuning into this episode with Milverine, sponsored by Central Standard. 
produced by Storymark Studio and in partnership with On Milwaukee. Just a reminder, if you want to submit a question to Dating Advice with Milwaukee Men, just message us the question on Instagram. We'll link the Milwaukee Uncut account in the show notes. Also, please share this episode with your friends, write a review, subscribe. Any of that helps us get more eyes and ears on this Milwaukee content, and that helps us continue to climb the charts. Thanks again, and have a great holiday season.